Hampshire. This is Pure West Radio. I'm Jonathan Twig. Pure West Radio entertained the crowds yesterday at the Pembrokeshire Strongman Competition held at Carew Castle, where 25 competitors competed over five rounds of deadlifts, log presses, loading medleys, front holes and atlas stone lift. In front of a large and enthusiastic crowd, the open competition was won by Will Mellish, with the female category taken by Sam Fennick. Dean Innes was the champion lifted in the intermediate category, and Sam Parks lifted the title in the novice. A family theatre company, Theatreatrics, returned to the Torch Theatre Milford Haven on Saturday with their production The Sand Dragon, a new magical puppet storytelling show which also included Magic Trip. It followed on after last year's sellout to success at Dragon's Tale, and after Saturday's performance those attended had the opportunity to meet puppets and create their own Sand Dragon during a post-show workshop. The Torch Theatre also showed a film adaptation of the best-selling horrible history stories over the weekend, as well as promoting their Sunset Cinema with a showing of Dirty Dancing at Pembroke Castle. Throughout August, the cinema will be showing blockbusting films Toy Story 4 and The Lion King, with the June Dance Company offering a week-long workshop with the theme of I'm Here for Exploring Pembrokeshire starting on Monday, August 12th, as it celebrates its 10th birthday. Children and young people are welcome from six upwards, regardless of their experience, to join the classes in breakdance, contemporary dance and choreography, and at the end of the week they will have the opportunity to perform together with the professional June dancers on the theatre stage. Tembi Coast Guard Rescue Team and Tembi Lifeboat RLI Inshore Lifeboat were called into action yesterday evening when two people were cut off by the tide. The two people involved managed to find safety before the sea rescuers arrived via South Beach. A consultation has been launched on draft supplementary planning guidance on landscape, the draft landscape character assessment, and will help us understand the range of diversity of landscapes in the county, outside the national park, and the elements which contribute to them. The supplementary planning guidance, following public consultation, will help influence decisions on planning applications, which could affect the landscape, and will help inform further studies on how the landscape is affected by some developments. Pembershire County Council's Phil Baker, Cabinet Member for Planning and Infrastructure, said we can safeguard our environment through the consultation, which will give people the opportunity to tell us what they think about the landscapes of the county. Further information about the consultation can be found on the Council's Supplementary Planning Guidance webpage at www.pembershire.gov.uk. Results from the National Trust's biggest winter farmland bird survey in Wales suggest that more than 22,000 birds are benefiting from a nature-friendly farming approach in Pembershire. 64 species of birds were recorded across nine of its tenanted and licensed farms in North Pembrokeshire, after identifying farmland birds as being one of the fastest declining groups of birds in the United Kingdom. Changes to the environment have included resting fields, leaving some fields on margins unsprayed, sowing wild bird cover crops and improving grasslands for wildlife, while highlights the importance of low-input mixed farming systems, which provide farmland birds with a vital food source throughout the winter. The End of the Bridge project at Milford Haven Waterfront, a series of DJ workshops, skating, graffiti art and filmmaking, continued on Friday with Pure West Radio Breakfast presenter Toby Ellis spinning the tunes. This is the fourth year the Port Authority of Milford Haven has run the project in collaboration with Milford Youth Matters, with the aim of tackling antisocial behaviour by providing engaging activities for 11 to 17 year olds in a very safe environment. It continues for the next four weeks between 6.30 and 8.30pm and all the final artwork will be on display at the Waterfront Gallery from the 2nd to the 13th of September. In local sport, Haverford West County's final pre-season game against Aberystwyth was postponed on Friday night before they start their 120th anniversary season in the inaugural Football Association of Wales Championship. 
Before that kicks off, they welcome European campaigners Barrytown United next Saturday in a Nathaniel MG League Cup encounter. Before the Cardiff based Kyrie Ely help Wayne Bluebirds kick off the season on Saturday, August the 17th. Both games are at 2.30pm kick-off. I'm Jonathan Twigg and you're up to date with all your latest Pembrokeshire news on Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. Thank you, Jonathan, for the news. As always, my lovely, we are going back live uh, any hopefully second now. Uh, yeah, we're there. No, we're not. We're working on it. You are with Ronnie J on the chat show where we're having a rather mellow ja- chat show with my guest, George. And we are talking about upcycling, recycling and re, 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 whatever it is. She'll tell me in a minute. Because um, I can never remember the names. It's my age. I give away. <coughs> Excuse me very much. Um, we are back now on live on Facebook video. So please join us if you wish. Um, you can also listen to us on POS Radio, go over to the page, download the app and all that sort of stuff. You know what to do, you've seen it before, you know me. Um, we are, as I said, we are having a chat show with a guest I know is amazing, I have a guest. Um, but we are talking about upcycling and it has been very, very interesting. So please, please join us. Hi Tracy, thank you for joining me. We're going to have, what are we going to have? We're going to have a bit of Dre Charles with Shake a Tail Feather and I will be back in a mo. Well, I heard about the fella you've been dancing with all over the neighborhood. So why didn't you ask me, baby? Or didn't you think I could? Well, I know that the boogaloo is out of sight but the shingling's a thing Shake it up. 
And that was Ray Charles with Shake a Tail Feather, and I'll shake my tail feathers any way you want. Uh, <laughs> that luscious giggle is from my guest, George. Hi, George. Hello. And if you missed the first hour, you have missed a lot of interesting information about upcycling, recycling, and what's the other word? Repurposing. Repur- I keep forgetting that one. <laughs> now, in the first hour, we talked about um, furniture, as in painting, etc., but you were mentioning, up, you know, we were talking in the break about upholstery. Yeah. So where does that come into it? Oh, that's where the fun begins. That's where, oh, so you've got all your soft furnishing, so you can go another level. So you've got your lovely dining room sets that you can reupholster the chair seats. You've got stalls, amazing furniture makers like Lloyd Loom. Sorry, there were others out there, obviously. Um, <laughs> that means no nothing to me. It goes straight over my yeah. head. Yeah, oh, if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some really good stuff that you can do with fabric and you can add, like, another dimension to the furniture. I mean, I, I've seen people, quite simply, you know, put a piece of fabric over a chair, put a bow on the back, and it's a new chair. Yeah. Is it as simple as that? Oh, I mean, if that's what you want, then absolutely it can be. You know, if I was going to do something for my own home, I probably wouldn't go into as much detail as I do for someone else. So upholstery, I mean, I I remember many years ago, um, my mum had, as you said, the the dining sets, which were the matching table and chairs. And I know she, there there used to be an upholsterer in Haverfordwest. And she used to, to take the chair seats. Yeah to the upholsterer and he'd re re put new material on and, and do what he does is it a simple thing to do is it something you need practice with or is it something again that you can just pick up and go right well we'll give it a go yeah i mean give it a go that something like a chair seat a, a cushion on a dining room chair absolutely get yourself a staple gun give it a go um you've got to think about aspects of um pulling your fabric tight so you've got the right tension on it you've got to think about the foam that you use and the waddings that you use and um everything obviously now has to be fire retardant um and things like that so if you you can you can go into it in quite a lot of depth in that way um but yeah i mean if you're doing it for your own home for your own dining room chairs grab a staple gun and give it a go it's great fun is there material that is better than others to use absolutely um and there are some great fabric shops in Haverford West to go and have a rummage and all the people in there if you ask them and you tell them what you want it for they'll point you in the direction of suitable fabrics um things that are a bit more hard wearing um things that that um that are going to last a lot longer We've had another question in from Amy, who's, and I know Amy and and Harley are both very, very creative. Um, And she was saying, with a leather couch, yeah, is there anything you can do with it if it's starting to fade, or is that something that is more difficult? Yeah, I mean, it does get a bit more complex. You do see, I've not done it, um, but you you do see people painting it um, and literally giving it a complete colour change and everything so there's loads you, you can, can paint do. hang on let yeah, me why yeah, you can yeah, paint yeah. you can paint a, a leather couch. a leather couch or even a fabric couch but definitely do some research before you do that because you do not want to wreck your couch i was gonna say what what sort of i mean you obviously wouldn't go out and buy your local you know sort yeah. of builders yellow or something like that what paint would you i mean something i've never heard of oh well um 
And what can, sort of paints would you be looking at buying? Yeah, so you're looking at you. You are going to spend a bit more than you would down in uh, the local hardware shop. Try not to say any names. Uh, <laughs> that's really difficult. Not, yeah, I, I know it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> other, um, other forms are actually out there, but you know, <laughs> you can use a lot of different paints to paint fabric. Um, there's techniques like spraying the fabric with a mister to kind of dampen it, and then painting it. It gives you a much more even coat. Um, it sounds really bizarre, but that does work. Um, I have actually painted, I, I tell a lie, I have painted like a leather ottoman. Um, and again, I, I sanded it by hand. I gave it a really good scrub. And when I say sanded it, I didn't rough the leather up. I just gave it a very kind of gentle wipe with the sandpaper. Um, and it just gives it gives the paint something to stick onto. So I take it it's specialist paint then? Yeah, there are, there are a lot. Um, but, but again, without mentioning any names, there are a lot of big brands out there. Um, go for there are certain ranges with different brands that are they class themselves as like a no seal, no prep paint. But I do stress again, I wouldn't not prep with them. Um, how would you how would you prep a leather couch then, or a leather sofa, or whatever? Again, just a, <coughs> excuse me, a little a good good scrub make sure there's no grease on it make sure it's absolutely dry as a bone um yeah very clean very dry yeah that's that's about it so the upholstery side of it yeah. how did how did you get it was that something you did first and the furniture came after no upholstery is reasonably recent ah. um after doing so starting out with those chair cushions on a on a on like dining room chairs really enjoying using a staple gun <laughs> Staple guns are Something like nail weird, guns. You really like them. Yeah, oh, nail gun. Well, then, then of course, came the electric staple gun, which is also a nail gun. Yeah. Got it covered. Yeah. Um, and it, I really quite like doing it. I love fabric. I love that it brings another dimension to a piece of furniture. I love that it brings different patterns and it's... Um, it can be luxurious, it can be bright and bold and colourful. You can have like a quite a plain chair and then pop a really bold cushion or um, a top to a stool and it, all of a sudden that piece of furniture is... So if you've, if you've got a, a, a stool that is, all right, not leather, but plastic yeah. coated. It, it's got the foam inside, because I, I, I must admit, many years ago I did have one, and I kept I kept thinking, well, I can do something with this, but I'm not as, <laughs> I'm not like you. I just think about it, and that's as far <laughs> as it goes. Um, but if, if you find one of these stools that have got that plastic, the old-style plastic coating on, but you've still got the foam, you, you can obviously, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, that you can yeah. take that off yeah. and, and put fabric or you know whatever on the t instead yeah absolutely absolutely um i would always suggest take pictures as you undo whatever you're doing right. so if you're unpicking a chair or uh, say say the stall you're going to unpick all the staples you're going to take the fabric off and then you want to take pictures of how it's been built up so when you're putting it back together you've got a general idea Ah, of how to do it. So you kind of reverse the process. I got you. And that's how I learned how yeah. to do it. So like now I'm doing things like wing back armchairs um, and things like that. And it's all from getting my hands on one, taking it down to the bare bones of the wooden frame, 
and rebuilding it back up. Amy says, thank you. That's actually really interesting. She might just let do that. So if you do, Amy, let us know because it'd be Yay. interesting for the feedback on that one. Um, it's There's a lot of things... I mean, as I say, we've talked about the furniture, the painting, the upholstery. What else is there? What can't you do? Or is there nothing? Oh, there's so much I can't do. Um, you know, I'm not... I'm, I I wouldn't try and reupholster a settee. You couldn't pay me enough money. <laughs> um, is that because you, number one, don't know how to do it or you haven't got the confidence? I think a bit of both. But again, you know, maybe if I got my hands on one, just as a little project on the side maybe i'd you know i'd give it a go and see what happened um but i you know i get people ask me if i can do things and if i think it's beyond me i won't do it i wouldn't give a quote for it and i wouldn't take the job on because the worst (coughs) thing in the world would be to take someone's piece of furniture and ruin it ruin it i mean i suppose that's in if if this is the other thing i was going to say to you if you get it wrong yeah. And I mean, I'm not specifically saying for somebody else, but even for yourself. If you get it wrong, can you change it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think that I've done anything that I've finished and thought, oh, God, no. Um, there's things I've had to touch up or little tweaks that I've made because something's not quite been right or the the piece just doesn't look or feel right. It doesn't maybe look finished. You have to add a little bit of something to it. Um, but I, d- I don't think I've really come across that but I wouldn't give someone a piece of furniture back that I wasn't happy with and I didn't feel good about yeah um and as you said it it is your business yeah um amongst being a a, a mum and everything else so you you do is it is it class as a commission that you do or is it just you know somebody comes up to you and says I want you to do do that do it your own way you know you can do it yeah yeah so it is a commission it's um so as well as buying my own pieces of furniture and doing them and then selling them I do other people's things so if someone's redecorated their living room and they've got a big sideboard and that it no longer goes then they they might give it to me with a color scheme and a couple of pictures of their other furniture and say do something yeah <laughs> and Does I that love get that you nervous no I love it you love it I love it I love it and then I love sending them pictures afterwards of what I've done or not sending them pictures and waiting until they come to pick it up. Yeah. And seeing them and you know you, you get a, I get a lot from that. So it's the feedback obviously that makes the big difference. Oh yeah, absolutely. But if somebody came in and specifically said to you I want this to look like this, you'd still do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how can how can people um Get in touch with or how how can they contact you to find out you know about having bits of furniture or chairs upholstered or okay how can get how yourself can you on Facebook guys I've got a page it's called Little Makes um, and I post on there almost every day. Do you post photos of what you've done? Yes, right. So they can see yeah. what you've done and where you've done it and how well, not so yeah. much how but. Yeah, there's loads of stuff on there. There's commissions that I've done. Um, There's pieces of furniture that I've done that I've put up for sale. Um, And yeah, you can message me through the page. You can ask me, you can ask me for advice. You can send me a picture of something you've got and a picture of something you want. And I can let you know if I can do it. You also seem to be quite happy at giving out advice because I know um, a, a lot of people that it's their business. Yeah. They'll turn around and go, well, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not giving advice. Yeah. But you're quite happy to do that. 
Oh, I think um, that actually for me, the whole process of doing it, like I said before, it's really very therapeutic. There's something really nice about being able to do something and looking at it and saying, I did that. Yeah. And I think everyone should feel that at some point. And everyone, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Don't use gloss. And if it goes wrong, start again. Facebook page, little makes, give me a message and I'll read it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, what's the, that's the worst that can happen, isn't it? For me, you know, it goes wrong. Well, it's gone wrong. Get the sander out. And start again. Start again. So it sounds like, it, as, as well as, as you say, very therapeutic, which I think a lot of people perhaps do need as well as enjoy yeah um it's one of those things by the sound of things that even if you get it wrong it doesn't actually matter no and you might think it's going wrong but then when you finish put your brush down take a step back and have a little look and maybe it just needs new knobs or new handles or you know the original stuff doesn't quite work with it anymore or or put it in place and Put your pictures on top of it and, and make it look pretty and then see if you like it because you might actually fall in love with it. Or I suppose you could leave it till the next morning and look at it with totally fresh eyes. Yeah, no wine. Uh, no wine. Yeah, unlike yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hasten to add she does do it, use it with a glass of wine. Can you use wine to paint then? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't try. I, I suppose red wine, you could use it as some kind of stain. I, the, I, it this might the smell. Pos- the- <laughs> It might do after a while. <laughs> the possibilities, though, for what you can do with what you can do, yeah, i.e., you know, design, artistic, creative side, yeah. of it, along with whatever bits of furniture, chairs, etc. That it seems endless. Oh, it's great! I see inspiration everywhere. So, um, fabric swatches and and charity shops, um, and I pick up all sorts of weird and wonderful bits and bobs. What does what does your hubby think about house full of bits and bobs? Oh. <laughs> Ollie, you can okay. reply to that on Facebook and I will if read it out. If he's listening, I will take this opportunity to apologise in public. <laughs> is it that bad? My, so my house, our house, is full. Um, we've, we've just acquired a shed from a very good friend of mine and it's my new safe place. I love it. Um, and that has helped. But obviously, I'm not a big business when I when you buy something from me, I, I literally do a happy dance. Um, so yeah, I work from my home at the moment, and yeah, I do have lots of little hiding places with things in, and um, all all of the storage space is full of my not just completed projects, but all of the my work in progress glue guns and fabric oh. and staples and tacks and. <laughs> Paintbrushes and sand, all the good stuff. Well, if you want to buy local, which, as everybody knows that knows my show, knows I do keep pushing and I keep plugging local, buy local. If you want to see our Georgie do a happy dance, which I would like to see myself, apart from behind the bar, <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Um, but, I mean, if you, if you do want to see our Georgie doing a happy dance... Um, she does have a Facebook page, so please, please go along to that. Little Makes. Little Makes. Little yes. Makes, which is a really nice name, simple to remember. Um, and pretty obvious, I suppose. But there again, what's the largest piece of furniture you've done? <gasps> oh, um. Oh, I'm making a think. Oh. Ah. Probably a Welsh dresser. 
Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I love Welsh dresses. Yeah, just really simple and elegant. It, it had, it wasn't in the best condition. Um, so she had a little facelift lover. Um, yeah, that was really fun to do, actually. Uh, and I think it sold within about an hour. So, yeah. It's, uh, that's a good thing. Yeah. So what's, okay, we're, we're looking, we've done We've done the biggest. What's the worst thing you've ever had to do? In, you know, what, what's the worst item that you've, Ooh. Have you ever had an item that you've had to go, you know, you've done the best with it and gone, this ain't going to work? Do you know, I don't know if I have. I think I've been really fortunate in the things that I've done um, for other people, because obviously they're, they're the ones I can't control. Like, you know, I buy pieces of furniture, essentially, that I like or I see potential in or I see that someone else is definitely going to like. Yeah. And then I do them and I sell them. The commissions, the things that people bring to me, obviously I can't control what they are. Um, but I've had some beautiful pieces of furniture, rocking chairs and table and chair sets and sideboards and beautiful ornate mirrors and all sorts. I, I, so I think you can I've been do really it with lucky. mirrors as well then? Oh, yes. Oh dear, this is a whole new level again. Oh, yes. This so sounds... Such a-, a simple change to a room can be just changing the frame of your mirror. Ah. So it will change colour. Um, you can change colour, you can add pattern, you can add something to it. You can, yeah, you can do all sorts with a mirror. Ah, so if you're looking at starting small... Yeah. Mirror sounds the perfect idea. Yeah. Because I suppose it's something that you've got to... St- if you're going to start and you're, you're going to sort of get into it... yeah. Personally, it would it, for me. It would be I've got to start small on something that if it doesn't work, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. So you know, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna go out and buy or, or get this the sideboard or a chair and upholstery. No, no, yeah. It would be something small. Yeah, absolutely, and something you can go and pick up in a local charity shop for a couple of pounds and make it really pretty. And as you said quite rightly, the advice um, you're quite happy to give out. Yeah. Um, which is really good to hear. Um, so it's it's for you to me that what I I seem to the impression I seem to get is for you it's not just a bit although it is primarily and that the main thing is a business as you said quite rightly to pay the bills but for you it's a love oh yeah I do I love it you know it's it's not just a job no absolutely no I love it I love getting my hands it, it excites me getting my hands on a nice piece of furniture and doing something a bit different with it or just like I say just giving it a longer life making someone fall in love with it all over again like they might have 20 years when they bought 20 years ago when they bought it Mm. you know giving it that update that it needs or just a bit of TLC um and knowing that that piece of furniture then is going to go and and Look pretty and be loved. And be loved again. Have you always been this creative? I've always done bits and bobs. I've so I've um I did a couple of my own bits of furniture. Um so I've always dabbled a little bit. But it's become never to this extent, yeah. It's become more serious now yeah. in respect of as a business. Yeah. And I'm a bit more um I do a lot more now and I do I'm a bit more more creative. Um because I'm doing it for other people and because I've had so much more practice. Have you-
have you thought of doing um because we were talking earlier on about you know on places like youtube um there are the how-to videos yeah have you thought about doing that yourself do you know if my house wasn't so messy i might do no in seriousness no i think once once i've got um so like a bit of a shop space or um storage space or a workshop I absolutely want to do something like that. Are you looking for workshops and I stuff? I am indeed, yeah. Ah. I'm currently looking for some kind of uh, a storage, a garage, something like that, somewhere I can paint a bit, but also somewhere, even if I can't paint there, it's just somewhere to put my stuff. So, so anybody, anybody out there in my lovely listener land, if you oh. have anywhere like that, a garage or a storage space, that is going unused... Um, you can either get in touch with George um, through her Facebook page of Little Makes or alternatively you can get in touch with me Ronnie J here at Pure West Radio and I will quite gladly pass the message on because she is now looking for that obviously it's kind of taken over the home yeah yeah so where do the kids sleep <laughs> well one here <laughs> and the other one here um, yeah, no, one on top of me and one under my arm. No, um, we no, they've they they're quite safe. They're quite happy. Um, I just have lots of things tucked in corners. Um, so you now have no corners. You have almost yeah, a round room. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So this the round room is possible, people. <laughs> it is possible if you want any advice, ask George. Um, Amy turns around and said, "If only we lived in Wales, you could go crazy with our furniture." Oh, thanks. Um, Courier it to me. <laughs> yeah, from yeah, from Ireland. I think that would be handy. <laughs> um, it's it's been really really interesting because um, something. I mean, I I didn't look into anything about it. I mean, I've heard of upcycling. Um, the shabby chic, I still just think, is somebody's just made a mess on something and, and called it that. Yeah. And no disrespect to anybody out there that does that. It's just me, personally, that's how I see things like that. And I'm sorry, it's, I'm not creative in that area at all. Um, my creativity lies in, in other situations, um, normally knitting or diamond art. Um, but the information that you've given out tonight and, and what you said about it, it's... It's made me think that it is something that anybody can do if they want to have a go. Oh, I think everyone should give it a go at some point. Doesn't mean you have to be amazing at it. Doesn't don't set your expectations too high. Just have a play, grab a paintbrush, grab some paint and have a little play. So if they want to know what paint because we did discuss this earlier and it's and as you said it's it's quite important to actually get the surface right and the, the right sort of paint yeah absolutely so if they need any advice on that they can still message you and yeah, you can say, yeah drop me a message and i can actually talk you through a little bit more well that's um in the welsh dresser she's look she's sent to the kids sleep in the welsh dresser yeah, oh, yeah. well if i still had it they might <laughs> i'm gonna put us a little bit of music on while george breathes <laughs> <laughs> And I've lost where I am on here, but I think we have, or we do have, Dusty Springfield with Son of a Preacher Man. And Ronnie J will be back in a moment, George. Billy Ray was a preacher's son, and when his daddy would visit, he'd come along. When they gather 
around and started talking That some Billy would take me walking Out through the backyard we go walking Then he look into my eyes Lord knows to my surprise The only one who could ever reach me Was the son of a preacher man The only boy who could ever teach me Was the son of a preacher man You see what he was Everything is alright You kiss and tell me everything is alright Can I get away again tonight? The only one who could ever reach me Was the son of a preacher man The only boy who could ever teach me Was the son of a preacher man Yes he was Son of a Preacher Man by Dusty Springfield. And you have been listening to Ronnie J for the last hour and a half. Oh, you crazy people, you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and we've been having my lovely, lovely, wonderful guest in George, who has been talking about repurposing, because I'm saying it Yay. first because I remembered it, <laughs> upcycling and recycling, and how pretty much, number one, anybody can have a go. Yeah. Number two, it can be fairly simple, but it can be as complicated as you want it to be. Exactly. And number three, she actually does it as a business. So if you don't feel like doing it yourself, but you want something done, then you can go to her website on Facebook, which is... Little Makes. And not only that, we have um, been discussing the fact that she is quite happy, which... In some situations, um, and I know this with, with certain things I've tried in the past, which never normally work, um, a lot of people that are in a business that are creative, artistic, um, which I suppose you, you are in, in, in what you do. You know, you are very creative, aren't you? Yeah, I like to think so. Um, a lot of people are not too happy to give out advice or how they've done things, or, you know, you might have seen something. How did you do that? They're not always happy. Our George is quite happy, so please feel free to message her. Um, she will reply when she's doing a happy dance and drinking a wine. <laughs> um, and the kids aren't sleeping in the Welsh dresser. Now, I'm not sure about that, Amy, but it sounds good. Um, and for those of you that saw me do my little rah, rah, but don't ask, okay? It was just one of them things, don't ask. You know, it's me, it's Ronnie. You don't know what you're going to get next. Um, but 
George, you are also looking out for more storage space. I am, yes. Anyone that would like to donate a garage? Drop me a message. <laughs> shed. A garage, shed, workshop, anything like that, yeah. Anywhere that she can put a bit so that Ollie and the kids can move around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I take it he's he's quite happy with you doing all this because how much time do you actually spend on it? Oh, I spend quite a bit of time. Um, so my my lovely hubby, he comes home from work and two or three nights a week I throw some children at him <laughs> um, and I disappear, both for my sanity and um, and his probably. Um, and then, but, you know, you put the kids to bed and you do bath time and all that. Uh, and then, yeah, a couple of nights a week I do that. Um and yeah, a bit of the weekends, but it's I'm, it's very much here and there, and I'm I'm very lucky that I can take on work at my own pace. So the commissions I I book myself up. Um, so everyone, if I book you in, you get given a slot, and I I either pick it up or you drop your piece of furniture off to me. Um, and everybody that I deal with, you know, I'm I'm very open. I say, you know, I do work from home. I do work around the children and around family life because that's always going to be number one. Um, so yeah, I think everyone appreciates that and understands it. I don't have a nine to five shop yet. Watch this space one day. Um, well, you never know. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think, you know, as long as you're open and honest with people and they know, you know, it's not going to be done in 24 hours. But it wouldn't, I, I mean, it's, I would assume that something like that wouldn't be anyway. You know, I mean, no. I, would, I would assume even if you, you didn't have a family life and that was what you did, it, w- it would take a while to do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if someone dropped a piece of furniture off with me, by the time <coughs> I Excuse sand me. it and scrub it and rinse it and scrub it again, it's then got to be dried for 48 hours because it has to be bone dry. That seems to be one of the big things. If if you're out there and, and you're thinking about doing it yourself, name the perhaps the top five important issues that they need to deal with before they oh, start. Okay, so prep is is a big one. Um, you need to look at damage to any furniture and sort that out within your prep as well. Um, so the actual painting, you've got to make sure everything that each coat dries before you do another coat you can't go rushing it because you find a lot of so a chalk based paint for instance if you try and paint on top of it too quickly it will just actually take the paint off oh really yeah it can be it can be um, <coughs> excuse me can be quite tricky the chalk based paints um not as easy as they like to make out so i'm assuming then if you're going to start doing it start doing it with something simple yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but like, no gloss. No, yeah, just stay away from the gloss. That seems to be no the big no. Yeah, there's really no need. Um, it's not nice. It's full of chemicals. It stinks. Um, there are so so many lovely paints out there that have got a brilliant range of colours. Um, I use a paint that is um, little to no VOC, so there's no chemical, there's no smell, um, and it's child and pet safe. Which obviously is a massive thing for me. Yeah. Because of working from and home. And I think for a lot of people that would be as well. Yeah, absolutely. So what the the paints and stuff that you use are child and pet friendly. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's massive. So choose the right paint. And then something that a lot of people and even people that do this for a living forget is that paint needs to cure. Paint needs to harden. So once your piece is finished, it needs to be put to one side 
And depending on what paint you use, it needs to be left for anything up to like two weeks. Really? That long? Yeah, absolutely. To really, really toughen um, and make sure that it's durable and it's going to last as long as it possibly can. So how would you know if... if Because that's something I hadn't heard of before at all. Mm. Um, How would you know... Um, that you've left it long enough or do your research on the paint definitely um and oh how i don't really know i'm i just i always leave mine longer than they say to right um or if i know someone is in a rush to get something back or if i uh i'm really low on space so someone comes to collect something that's done i will always say you know don't don't use it for a week Right, okay. Um, obviously, I know I've got to check that's okay with them first. But yeah, I'll always say don't use it for a week or just light use or just be careful when you're mounting that mirror onto the wall because it's only had a couple of days and it could do with just having a couple of days more. So what would that actually, what will that actually do to the paint then? It, it, it makes it tougher, does it? Yeah, so it really just gives it that extra durability. It makes it rock, rock hard. Um, so it's not going to chip as easily. It's not going to mark as easily. So um if you bash the hoover against it you know you're not going to damage it ah right that is that is really good advice um and <coughs> to be honest i think we're going to end up before long saying uh hang on no we're not we're not going to do this <laughs> i'm just getting confused I'm, I'm just enjoying tonight's show it's been absolutely amazing um it has been a show full of interesting information that i will probably never act on simply because i am not that i mean i know um if, if i had a stool in in the house and i thought right well okay i'll i'll sand that down i'll paint that and i'll look at it and it'll just look to me like a painter's stool whereas al my darling hubby on the other hand is slightly more creative so he if he i know he's listening um, so yeah, you yeah you're not going to start doing that yet, okay? I don't care what you say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it has been an absolutely fascinating show about a subject that um, is heard about, but I think a lot of people don't really understand because upcycling to me was just like, well, it's just recycling, which it is, but it isn't. It's yeah. it's changing what you've got yes recycling reusing but changing what you've got into something else yeah absolutely and i think um like i said earlier we we live in a culture that's very disposable um and i think it's a real shame that all these things get thrown away or disposed of or landfill or but even used as firewood or um oh you sound so yeah, upset when you said that no don't burn it <laughs> Um, even use as firewood when, do you know what, give it, just give it to someone and they might be able to do something with it. If you're going to get rid of it, <coughs> give me. it away um, or speak to someone like me and see if they can make <coughs> you fall in love with it again. Well, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> oh, dear. It's oh, talking too much again. Well, <laughs> not that I've ever got a problem with that. Um, it's It has been fascinating. And as we said before, you are looking on the lookout for story space. I am. Put the ad out there. <laughs> she wants a garage, a yeah, shared a garage, storage space. Shed, studio, spare room, anything you got. Right. Okay. So as I said, if you have anything available, 
um, you can either contact George on Facebook. Is there any other way or is it just via Facebook? Mainly via Facebook, yeah. Um, if you're not a whiz on Facebook, maybe get in touch with you and uh, I can pass a mobile number on. Yep, that's not a problem. You you can uh, contact here at um, infopurewestradio.com. Um, oh no, sorry, studio at purewestradio.com. Why have I said info? I don't know. It's the information that you need to get back from me. <laughs> studio at purewestradio.com. Um, you can just message us on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. Um, or as George just said, you can um, go on to Facebook and um, Little Makes. She's, yeah, that's me. That's our George. Um, she does have photos on there of work that she's done for herself, obviously, and for other people. So you can see exactly what she's about, what she's done. And um, there's probably a hell of a lot more that she hasn't got on there that she has done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, the other thing as well, as um, I did state earlier, which I think is absolutely amazing and, you know, well done to you for doing that, is if you are thinking of starting doing a project... She is quite happy for you to message her and she will give you the advice and the help that you need to start your project, um, you know, and, and where to go, what to do and how to do it, basically. But please, please contact. It has been a fantastic, fantastic show. Thank you so much for coming in, George. Thanks for having me. Um, bearing in mind, this young lady was rather nervous when she came in, but I think she's done absolutely yeah. fantastically. We hopefully will have her back on in the future to discuss how things are going. At the moment, the children are sleeping in the Welsh dresser and Ollie's not sure where he sleeps. <laughs> um, so we're hoping that the round room becomes square again or rectangle. <laughs> uh, until then... I'm going to say thank you to everybody for tuning in. Thank you to everybody on our Facebook live page. Um, podcasts will be up um, of, of this show just after 11, hopefully, if things go according to plan. Um, but I, I'm going to mess my computer up now. <laughs> Again, because I can, because it's what I do. And I'm going to be back in a minute. After seeing my wonderful guest, George, out. Thank you so much, my lovely. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me. And I will give you a little bit of crazy, crazy nights by kiss. Woo! Here's a little song for everybody out there.
nobody's gonna change me Cause that's who I am with crazy crazy nights and again i've seen my lovely guest off um i'd like to say again thank you to uh george for coming in and telling us all about upcycling recycling oh i've forgotten what it is oh whatever the other word is i'm sure somebody will tell me somewhere uh repurposing i remembered that's amazing for me um so yeah it it was um, a lot of information there um, as, I, as we said before, please get in touch with her um, if you want anything done or you want advice on Little Makes on Facebook page. And she will be quite happy to help you. Um, I'm going to say goodnight in a minute because I think it's time for me to go home. Almost. Um, who knows? I don't know. It's been a fantastic show. Thank you to everybody that joined in. Oh, excuse me. Thank you to everybody that's listened. Um, I will be back next week with the ramblings of an older woman. So please be warned, who knows what I'm going to ramble about. Um, it could be interesting. So uh, please tune in next week. And of course, tomorrow we have all our amazing shows here on Pure West Radio, as we normally do with our daytime shows. So please tune in for that. I am going to say good night. Stay safe and thank you to everybody for joining me on this mellow chat show tonight. Um, And I'd like to play this next one for my loving hubby who I know has been listening and is going to be waiting at home, bless him, with a cup of tea for me. Um, To Ali, Al, my babe. Um, This is going to be for you. And as I said, thank you to everybody who, who joined in tonight. It's been an amazing show and it was so nice to have George on. That's all I've got left to say. I could ramble, but I'm not going to. That's for next week. Take care, everyone. This is Ronnie J saying good night and thanks for joining me here at Pure West Radio. Nana 99 Red Balloons, just for you, my babe. You and I in a little toy shop Buy a bag of balloons with the money we've got Set them free at the break of dawn To one by one they were gone Back at bed Box in the software, flash the message Something's out there, floating in the summer sky 99 red balloons go by